Welcome to the TEDx Santa Barbara podcast, a behind the scenes view of our upcoming TEDx. We talk to team leaders, designers, and past speakers to give you insight into the inner workings of the show. Each conversation will offer you an interesting dimension of TEDx to help you better appreciate this amazing all-volunteer effort. I'm Mark Sylvester, your host and producer of TEDx Santa Barbara. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Uh, today, we're talking with one of our core team members, Christopher Foley. Uh, he's our partner with PixelPod. Christopher has been with us since 2010. Uh, our first when we were TEDx American Riviera. And he's the guy who's made sure that everything technical works as scheduled on the day of the show. And so I thought it would be interesting to talk about all the other things he does to contribute to <laughs> the overall success of the show. Uh, Christopher, welcome. Hey, thanks a lot, Mark. It's great to be here. Well, I tell you, you know, we, we work so hard, you and I, uh, on doing all the stuff. And, and I think it was a couple of years ago, you like kicked me out of the booth. And <laughs> remember? And you said, yeah. do you really need to be up here? And I said, well, gosh, it'd be great if I, I wasn't. So why don't you tell our listener what it's like up in the booth on the day of the show? Um, uh, controlled chaos, I, I, I suppose. <laughs> I, I suppose is that so th there, there's a good reason that we're behind glass, right? And the windows are closed. <laughs> uh, that if, uh, if, if anybody, have, yeah, have you seen the newsroom? You've seen that, you know, the show newsroom, right? Sure. HBO show. Sure. So, you know, there's a lot of crosstalk that goes on uh, while you're directing a show that the audience really doesn't need to hear. Even some that's just mumbling, you know, hey, camera four, camera four, zoom out. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're right on his face or you're blurry or, you know, so we're, we're communicating with, um, uh, with uh, with a with a switcher, we're communicating with three camera people. We're communicating with lighting people. We're communicating with the audio. We're communicating with poor Phil down <laughs> down on stage and trying to get people uh, you know off the off the set. So there's a lot a lot of moving parts to manage from you know everything that's going on down in the green room to what's happening on the stage and um, how we're lighting the stage. And uh, then of course we've got the uh, the live stream going out through Log Me In. Um, you know the the simulcast. And they're our presenting so, partner this year. I'm just thrilled to have them back. It's their third yeah, year with them, right? You know, what, what, one thing I love about those the, the, those cats is they're completely solid. Uh, they do what they say they were going to do. They show up. They're ready to go. Their technology works. Yes. We, we don't have to futz with it. They're yes. just, it's, it's great. It's really, really great. So, so tell me something. So there's, because I know our TEDx is uh, more convoluted if you will from a production value point of view because we've got a a camera stage left and we've got a boom camera stage right we've got a fixed camera uh in the back of the house that's catching the whole thing now um so the people who listen to this that's our our audience but there's also other tedx organizers around mm -hmm. how is this like or not unlike an actual television show uh, it's very much like an actual television show. You know, we, we, on day of rehearsal, we do our run-throughs. We've got everything mapped out. Um, you know, the lighting guy knows exactly where to point the lights. Um, you know, we, we try and constrain the speaker to the red circle as much as possible because we just know our shots. Right. And at this point, um, this is what, our third year at the New Vic? Third so, year at the New Vic, but sixth year with this crew. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the crew is solid and we know each other really well. and and um, 
we have each other's back. But as far as the theater is concerned, at this point, it's a, it's a very controlled environment and we know it well. So as long as we can you know, keep the speaker within this sort of eight by eight foot space, right. Uh, right. we know that we can light them well and, and, and have them look good and not be shining. You know, remember in first years, we were shining blue lights into the camera and it was, you know, it's, th 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 there's a lot that can go wrong if you, uh, if you veer away from your, the, the red circle. Well, speaking of the red circle, one of the things that we do, I don't know that our listener knows this, but we actually take the red circle to rehearsal, whether we're at the Impact Hub or over at the Carpolis Manuscript Museum, and we throw that down so that they're used to that, you know, right from the beginning. Right. Well, you know, speakers do tend to want to pace around a bit. And, and, and you see this a lot on, actually on the, on the large TED stage, you do see the speaker kind of wandering around um, a lot. Yeah. Um, in, in our case, we want to keep the speaker, um, you, you know, confined because th th there are just little things that we try and uh, try and prevent. Like, well, first of all, we want to give all of our speakers a really high quality video of their TEDx yeah. talk yeah. at the end. And this is something that's, that's of high value to them. It's also something that's a very high value to our audience is to be able to see this, this great, um, very well-produced talk that they can go back to over and over and over again. And a uh, little thing, little, little, uh, little technical screw ups include like, you know, having one of the cameramen in the shot. Right. And right. if we map out our shots well enough, we don't have, you know, cameramen wandering in and out of the shot. And, um, you know, we don't want to hit anybody with the boom as it flies by. So we, we, we do try and uh, on the day of rehearsal, we'll, we'll take a good look at the speaker. We'll sort of see the, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll um, get a, um, a handle on their body language. And uh, um, every speaker has a tell of some sort. They like to face a certain direction. So we, we make notes of that and try and get their best, best side, make them look as good and powerful as, and impactful as possible. I, I've always wondered because I, I, you know, usually on the day of rehearsal, I'm running around and I'm not paying as much attention up in the booth as you guys are. But it's like you're you're looking at the script, you're listening to them, and you guys, you and and Dave Jenkins of Dajun, are actually figuring out like when do you want to do your close-ups? When are you going to have that great shot where you know you want to focus on them? And then also the when you kind of anticipate when to cut to the audience, right? Because that's a the, the other player in this uh, production, right? The audience. Yeah, we, we uh, on the day of rehearsal, we'll take notes as to, uh, you know, where a joke might show up in somebody's talk. Um, and and we'll, you know, we'll pay attention to that. And I'd love to take credit for calling all of that. But the, but the truth is that our, our AV crew is amazing. It's Dajun Productions, Dave Jenkins, and it's Dan Taylor's there on site. And these guys have just been doing this for years and years and years. Yeah. And they've got so many um, television and uh, event productions under their belt. They're just, they're consummate professionals. Their instincts are fantastic. And one thing that's important maybe for other TEDx organizers to understand is we talk about TEDx Santa Barbara being an all volunteer experience. And for the most part it is, except for the AV crew. The AV crew is paid there. Yep. Um, you know, we hire them. They are absolute pros and they don't do this for free. So if, if you have a budget and you're putting on a TEDx, um, one thing that you're going to want to spend some money on is the AV crew, because there's a big difference between a kid on a bike with a couple of cameras and, um, 
you know, in, in a real AV crew. I've seen those videos. And I think from the very beginning, I think because Kimberly and I are longtime testers, we're, we're used to that high quality video mm. production. We didn't want to do, you know, you, you certainly can go get a handy cam and put it up there and, and get a video. And we've seen lots of TED Talks like that, but people don't tend to watch those. And if the end goal for us is to get an idea to spread, you know, you've got to have it so that the people will watch that video over a long period of time. Yeah, unfortunately, there is a level of credibility that um, is, is just sort of baked into production. Yeah. And one of the wonderful things about TEDx, of course, is that you you know TEDx has happened all over the world, and it can happen in a high school gymnasium or in a parking lot or in a garage, and that's yeah. fantastic. Uh, but you know, in, in Santa Barbara, we do we do raise the bar a little bit higher. Than yeah, that. we do. Christopher, before I let you go, um, I know there's a lot of other technology involved in the show, and your fingerprints are all over that, like the website mm -hmm. and ticketing, and then after the show, getting videos up and doing all of that. How, how do you, how do you make that feel so seamless? And, and I'm going to, you know, lead the witness, your honor a little bit, but mm. I talk about the user experience and the user being the person who's listening to the show, the attendee experience. Tell us a little right. bit why that's so important. Well, this is, this is, uh, this indicates the, the crossroads where technology, um, and, and branding and marketing meet. So what, one of the, one of the most important items I feel is to, uh, create a strong brand and to pull all that branding through. So that branding is uh, on posters and signage in the lobby and uh, that branding uh, informs what the website looks like. And that branding also pulls through to all of um, all of the presentations that show up on the screen. So when you have your, um, your sort of uh, interstitial um, presentations, uh, when you announce a new speaker and you, you have the logo up on the screen and announcing speaker X and it, that's all branded and it's all cohesive. It's important because if you don't do it, it's, it's missing. And yeah. if you, if you do it, it's expected. So we, we take, um, you, you create the, the show theme and the designer creates a design and a look and feel for that theme. And then we pull that look and feel through the website. We pull it through all the social media marketing. We pull it through the presentations that get shown up on the, um, up on the projector. And that's, it's, it's really vital. It's vital to have that consistent brand for the theme. Let's stay on marketing for just a couple of minutes and, and beg the, uh, uh, our listener to stay with us just a couple of more minutes. Um, we, you came on uh, at the end. You've been with us for all these years doing the technology, but you had the idea that, like, let's rethink how we do our marketing. And so I thought, hey, let's, let's try that because you and I work on other projects together with marketing. So what was, how did you think about the marketing for the 2018? show differently just to again I love this behind the scenes to have people have a better appreciation of what we're doing well okay so so now I suppose the listener um, th th this part will appeal to marketers out there yeah. <laughs> right or sure. or the TEDx organizer who um, is trying to figure marketing essentially is you know the, particularly social media um, but this also bleeds through to your your mailing list. Oh, and by the way, let me say that your your mailing list is the most important asset you have. Um, the bulk of your ticket sales will come through your existing mailing list. So it's it's important to grow that and nurture that throughout the year. And that's one thing we haven't been really very good at is 
um, you know, because this is largely a volunteer effort um, or completely a volunteer effort, once the show ends and the video production is done and the edits are, are done and the videos are posted, we tend to take a six month break and just sort of drop the thing and pick it yeah. up the next year. Yeah. And uh, what we're realizing is, no, we need to continue the um, the nurture campaigns and we need to continue the the lead acquisition campaigns to continue to build the list and nurture the list so that we don't have to pick up everything cold when we do decide make that decision whether or not we're going to do 2019 or 2020 um, of course now we've committed to doing it through 2020 so at least that uh, question is answered for us but i don't want to pick this up again in april or may we're, we're going to be running running marketing so that's sort of the first element. The second element is that every, th every marketing message needs to have a purpose behind it. And we've sliced our marketing messages into sort of tranches or campaigns. And each campaign has a series of posts that are all intended to strengthen that campaign. So let's say campaign number one is sell tickets. Sure. So there will, there will be multiple messages that go out on a scheduled basis whose intention is to put people in seats and sell tickets. So that's the sell tickets campaign. We have another campaign called um, get volunteers, get more volunteers, right? So all of the social media posts and all of the newsletters that go out in service of that campaign is meant to support our volunteer group and, 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 bringing in attracting quality volunteers and nurturing the volunteers that we do have once we have them. Uh, the next campaign would be around um, attracting new partners and friends of Ted and that's donations. So it's, it's a distinct campaign. And what happens is if you have not defined these campaigns, you certainly can't define the individual um, posts that go out in service of those campaigns if you have not defined the campaigns and you have not defined the individual posts that go out in service of those campaigns, you're sort of just running around posting stuff because you feel like we got to get something out there. Right. And that's what I see, you know, being that I, I own a company who does online marketing, I see that all the time as brands just out there, you know, throwing out Instagram posts because they know they have to and their competitor on Instagram and we just have to be on Instagram, but they're not really doing it strategically or even tactically. Oh my God, we got to get a newsletter out. We haven't gotten a newsletter out. Okay, what's it about? Who cares? Just get it out. No, no, it's really got to be, you, you know, you've got your ticket sales campaign, you've got your volunteers campaign, you've got your um, uh, partners campaign. And then of course, we have to have campaigns for the speakers. So we've been sending out nurture campaigns um, so that the speakers know what to expect and they don't feel like anything's a surprise. Uh, we realize that we've got to support them a little bit more. Um, you know, and, and their growth as, as, as we're going through the speaker coaching process. And uh, we also are going to have a post show campaign, which is designed to get more people on that mailing list, which will make our job easier next year. There's a, we've, we've got big plans, as you said, you know, we already just, we let it out uh, 2019, 2020. Uh, there are also some other things we're going to announce at the show. So uh, this year long effort is, you know, right aligned with what we're trying to do to grow the TEDx Santa Barbara brand, including 
doing this podcast, which lets people know a little bit more about what we do behind the scenes and they might get excited about that. We've done several shows uh, and thank you for, you know, uh, peeling back the curtain a little bit and having people understand because I know we're always looking for people to help uh, in mm -hmm. like social media, for instance, you know, taking pictures and doing stuff like that uh, gorilla campaign. So if sure. someone's interested in that, they just uh, hit us up on the volunteer link on the bottom of the uh, TEDxSantaBarbara.com page. Christopher, thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate My it. Pleasure, I, Mark. I love working with you. Um, I, I love that we've, um, I love that we have conjoined the technology, uh, the marketing, the website, the ticketing all together. And I want to give a shout out um, uh, to your bride, Pasha, uh, <laughs> who has, you know, getting all the signage and all that done. We have Lillian, did the original design. We had, we did a show about that. We had her on the show, uh, yeah. but then someone has to take and implement it and figure out, okay, how do we use those elements across a broad swath of deliverables? Yeah. Lillian's design was wonderful. And um, one thing that made it wonderful is that it was easily adaptable to various shapes and sizes. And, you know, basically uh, Lillian's concept was easy to re-execute. Right. You know, of course, right. her concept was all uh, horizontal, and we've we've done all sorts of different things with that cloud motif. So when, when people get to the show and they see the posters around town and they see the ads that we're running independent, that's how we've been able to morph all that. Christopher, thank you so much, and uh, we're eleven days well, away, huh? It's close, yeah. almost here. <laughs> okay, take care. Bye bye. You too. See ya. Thanks for listening to Behind the Scenes at TEDx Santa Barbara. To be sure you don't miss an episode, subscribe to our newsletter. We produce a new show each week in the run-up to our event on September 8th at the New Vic Theater in downtown Santa Barbara. Information about our speakers, tickets, partners, and volunteering is available at TEDxSantaBarbara.com. We're looking forward to seeing you in September. September.